So in this episode of The Shredder Show, I'm going to talk to you about exactly why carbs and stable blood sugar levels are the key for fat loss. Now, losing body fat, a lot of people associate it with eating zero carbohydrates and things like the keto diet, sorry, keto diet and all that stuff. And in this video, I'm explaining to you why that's bullshit and why it's really important to actually make sure you're eating carbohydrates and focusing on your blood sugar to work correctly for you. In this video, I'm explaining to you about the importance of the glycemic index, the best carb sources for fast and slow digesting carbs, and how bad carbs can affect you and what maybe a bad carb is and if they really exist, the effects of cooking carbohydrates and also the effects of diabetes with this. Now, before we begin, just think about this. You are where you are right now. If you want help and to accelerate your results, hit the link below this video and podcast and you can download my free 59 fitness myths uh, guide where I'll break down 59 tips to help you accelerate your results and move, remove all the roadblocks. So you get the link below the podcast. It's now if you haven't already got a copy of that. Now, first one to talk about is glycemic index. So when we talk about glycemic index, glycemic index is essentially carbohydrates and how quickly they spike blood sugar levels. Now, blood sugar levels are very important in terms of um, you performing optimally in the gym and also cognitively performing optimally and also when it comes to actually binge eating. So one thing that happens an awful lot when people struggle to stick to a diet is they don't have the ability to stabilize their blood sugars. And the greater you understand how different foods spike your blood sugar, so it will give you loads of energy and then a big crash, the more you can make the best choices in terms of the food you're eating. So I imagine you've eaten a chocolate bar before and you've eaten a chocolate bar when you're fucking starving and then two hours later, you're even more hungry again. So this is why what's happening here is your blood sugar is going along and then shooting straight up and then it's crashing like an hour or two later because that's a very high carb, uh, high glycemic index sugar, basically pure sugar that's going straight into your bloodstream, spiking your blood sugar from your pancreas, um, secreting insulin, and then that's what's gonna cause the real issues here. So something we really wanna think about is in terms of the food choices you're making and becoming aware of them. So glycemic index is how quickly a, a food will spike your blood sugar. So a high glycemic index carbohydrate, the highest would be something like actual pure sugar or dextrose. Um, in practical terms, other things that are very high glycemic index would be like sweets, um, fruit juices tends to be very high glycemic index. Generally, anything that can digest very easily will be a high glycemic index carbohydrate. Now, a low glycemic index carbohydrate is something that digests very slowly. So these tend to be slightly higher in fiber. So if you think about, and higher in fat, because fat actually slows digestion. So if we think about things like oats, sweet potato, these are slow digesting carbohydrates. And I'm gonna explain to you in a second when you would use each of those. So now we understand glycemic index in terms of what high, a high glycemic index food is and a low glycemic index food. When would you use each of these? So a high glycemic index carbohydrate, you really wanna utilize around the workout, providing you have the calorie allowance within your macros to be able to have those. So I'd always suggest having a quick, um, high glycemic index carbohydrate post-workout to spike insulin and blood sugar levels to then get a like anabolic window effect, essentially. We're gonna be shuttling nutrients into the muscle, replenishing glycogen, aiding recovery. So really you wanna have the higher glycemic index carbohydrates um, after the workout and then before training you want sort of like a medium to slow uh, digesting carbohydrate and then the rest of the time you want to have a slow to medium digesting carbohydrate so things like rice oats sweet potato normal potato all great forms in terms of carbohydrates you can eat enjoy throughout the day and will keep your blood sugar level stable now one of the reasons you might find that you um, really struggle to stick to the diet is because your blood sugar levels aren't stable and your body doesn't utilize carbohydrates very well. 
Now, this is a real problem because what happens is you tend to eat a meal, your blood sugar will shoot off and your body can't control that and it crashes back down again. So what happens here is then you wanna reach for a bar of chocolate, you wanna reach for sweets, you wanna reach for whatever, biscuits. And this is when you have to realize, okay, this is really important in terms of the actual food I'm eating because that's where the argument of like um, a carbohydrate is a carbohydrate. Yes, technically that's true and a calorie is a calorie. However, the effect of that carbohydrate and that calorie can be completely different. So if I was to eat 100 grams of carbohydrates from oats or 100 grams of carbohydrates from Pop-Tarts, the way that's gonna affect my blood sugar levels is gonna be completely different. So the more you utilize and understand that, the more you can then uh, have a better handle on things. So if you're struggling in terms of binge eating, I would really suggest, suggest that you try and avoid um, too many carbohydrates, which are higher glycemic index, because what happens is when you're eating carbs like that, your blood sugar levels spike, and it's actually shown that the dopamine hit from that is like the same effect as heroin in your brain. If like on a CT scan, the brain lights up exactly the same as like cocaine, heroin, all these sort of things. And that's how powerful the effects of um, like sugary foods are on the brain and addictive they are. So number one taken home point, most time you want stable, um, medium to low glycemic index foods. The rest of the time you want high, just probably after post-workout meal, like after you've just worked out. Only from weight training, I wouldn't have a high glycemic index uh, meal after only doing cardio. So I've just wrapped up my HIIT cardio now. I would have a protein and fat meal and then I'll probably save most of my carbohydrates for later in the day. Now a top tip, if you love carbohydrates like me, what I would suggest you do is that you have, you almost do like a carb backloading approach. So I will put most of my carbohydrates towards the end of the day or like I am at the moment, if I train in the morning, what I will do is I'll have carbs before training, carbs after training, um, and then I'll have a bit of a gap in the day and then in the evening I'll have a, my last meal will be a bigger meal with a decent chunk of carbohydrates because that's when I'm gonna to wanna to eat the most. I'm most likely to wanna go off the rails. Um, anyone who's a client who listens to this, watches this will know I talk a lot about the danger zone. And the danger zone is like, when are you gonna screw up your diet? It's not gonna be six to 9 a.m. in the morning, it's gonna be six to 9 p.m. in the evening. So if we can try and structure your nutrition so that your um, diet is, has a bigger meal in the evenings with more carbohydrates, that will mean you're more full, which will make it easier for you to stick to your diet. So that's a really good way to think about things. The old myth as well that you can't eat carbs in the evening is absolute bullshit. Like, it's not true at all. You're like splitting hairs and nuances, so I really wouldn't worry about that. Now we'll talk about best carbohydrate sources for uh, fast digesting carbs and then for slow digesting carbohydrates. So the best digesting carbs for fast, so the fastest is gonna get is gonna be something like cyclic dextrin or dextrose, which is what I'd recommend people use intra workout as a carbohydrate source. I'm a big fan of using carbs during a workout to perform performance and help you maximize um, your training. Because we have to remember, we're looking to build muscle, shred body fat. We're looking to create an adaptive response from the body. So what's important from that is that we fuel performance. So we get stronger, we lift more weights, we do more reps. And by that, we create more of a demand on our body to build more muscle tissue, burn more body fat. And we drive that by fueling the workout. So that's number one. Um, dextrose and cyclodextrin is very, very fast digesting. Uh, other high carbs, uh, high glycemic carbohydrates, I recommend things like low-fat children's cereal. So something like Cocoa Pops, tastes awesome post-workout, very low in fat, very high in carbs. It's mainly made from rice, so there's very little issues in terms of um, digestion problems. So that would be a big one I would go to with like clients sometimes. Also some fruits, so things like banana. Uh, bananas are cheap and very high glycemic index. So those are probably be the three that I'd pivot to. If you're in a sunny place and you wanna have something nice, currently in Dubai, um, sorbet, 
is also another high glycemic index carbohydrate. You could use after training. You could have that with something like some whey protein as well would work really, really well. Now, talking about slow digesting carbohydrates, probably the power five that I would recommend would be sweet potato, um, white rice. I would recommend white potato, uh, oats, and then something like probably quinoa um, or couscous can also couscous is slightly faster digesting but those are the five that i would probably look to use i really really enjoy um you can also use bread if you I like i love bread but i tend to overeat on it so i have to be very limited in terms of the amount i let myself have that so that's more for treats and i'd also highly suggest not having gluten because gluten causes a lot of digestive issues and is very pro-inflammatory we want to keep inflammation down uh, next question in regards to um, the effects of carbohydrates in terms of like cooking them. So one big thing I think about is that if you think of um, how carbohydrates are getting utilized, they have to be broken down and digested in your stomach. So a good example of how you can manipulate a carbohydrate to make it more fast digesting. If, for example, you're using porridge oats and you're blending that in a shake, you are now making that a faster digesting carbohydrate because your stomach then doesn't have to have so long to try and break that food down. And that's something a lot of people don't realize. Think um, oats are really slow digesting. I'll just put them in a shake and I'll blend them. It's like, yes, that's cool. But the problem is you've just taken out like 90% of the digestion process, which actually slows the release of the carbohydrates down. So you've now make, taken the oat from being a slower digesting carbohydrate to a faster digesting carbohydrate. And the same with all food forms. If you took um, like rice and you, gr you ground it up or you cut food up into very small pieces, if you make something easier to digest, it will tend to be faster in terms of the glycemic load in terms of the effect on blood sugar levels. Um, one common question I get is, are there bad carbs, Charlie? Now, there is no such thing as a bad carbohydrate, Myth, mic drop. The problem is you have bad foods, not, there's no such thing as a bad food, but you have foods which have high sugar. Now, like there's times a place to have sugar, like I said about maybe post-workout. They're high sugar, but they're also high fat. And high carb, high fat is a recipe in terms of fat storage. So we really want to avoid high carb, fat, high uh, fat foods. So things like cheesecakes, um, a lot of desserts, pastries, pies, a lot of Asian foods, a lot of um, Indian food tends to be cooked in a lot of oils, very heavy creams with a lot of rice. That's not necessarily a great way to look at that. And that's why you'll see a lot of people from the Asian community, for example, tend to not have a lot of muscle mass and tend to have higher body fat percentage because they tend to have a low protein diet and high fat, high carb, which is not optimal for body composition. So really try and avoid that. Um, when we talk about vegetables as well, I strategically don't count vegetables as carbohydrates. I wouldn't count those within your macros because you're probably thinking that right now. Oh, do I eat vegetables? Uh, do I have to count those? So you can't eat enough fucking broccoli or green beans to really make much difference for 99%. Unless you're stepping on the Olympia stage, you don't need to measure your green beans. Have as many green beans as you want. Um, but the one thing I would say is things like maybe actual like kidney beans and tin beans, the type of beans that lentils that like vegans tend to eat, those you want to be tracking and those you want to be aware of because they tend to be higher in carbohydrates. They're also higher in protein and higher in calories overall. And, and interestingly, this is one of the problems with vegan diets is that you really struggle in terms of having um, a protein source that's high protein, low fat and low carb. There's no protein source as a vegan other than like processed plant protein, which sort of defeats point is that um there's no like protein source that's they're either a high protein high fat or high protein high carb or high protein high protein uh, high protein high carb high fat there's nothing that's just high protein on its own which is makes it very difficult for them sometimes to get the lean the body composition now you may well say oh there's an exceptions rule so and so it's like yes 
there's an outlier for everything, but I'm talking about general population and you behind here. So if your goal is optimal body composition, if I said to you, um, is a, a vegan diet gonna be the best way for you to do that? No, it's the honest answer. And all the research and studies back that up. So that's a very big thing to be aware of. So take home points. You want, uh, after the workout, you want quick digesting carbohydrates, higher glycemic index. The rest of the time you want slower glycemic index. Avoid a higher glycemic index carbohydrate before going to bed as well or in the evening because that will keep your heart rate elevated overnight, which will impede recovery. And these are the big things you want to think about. Blood sugar levels obviously has a huge impact in terms of hunger and you feeling like you want to keep eating. So really, really be aware of that. Now, I hope this was helpful. Make sure you drop us a comment below the YouTube video with any questions on this. Smash the like button. And if you listen to this on the Shred Show podcast, make sure you subscribe. Leave me a five-star review. And when you leave a review, Ask what you would like to know more about on the next episode of The Shredder Show, and we'll catch you up with you soon.